This episode is brought to you by Dot Site Domains. If you're looking to build a great website for your business, you can find a short and meaningful domain name on the Dot Site Domain extension. To register, visit www.get.site. That's S I T E and use the code SELFRELIANCE to get up to a 50% discount on your purchase. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Chance. My guest today is Shani Godwin. She is the founder of Communicate USA and also has created a new program called Joy Economics, which is a coaching program that teaches her folks how to turn their personal stories into powerful brand content. So, Shani, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me, John. I'm super happy to be here. So, so tell me a little bit about your journey. As I was uh, looking into uh, your bio a little bit, uh, you've actually owned your own Communicate USA as a marketing firm for yes. almost two decades now. So tell me almost about the start of that. Decades. I, I know I sat here and I thought, oh my gosh, we hit 19 years this fall, which means we're looking at two decades next year. It, it's a really simple story with lots of twists and turns, but the, the net of it is I wanted to go to college to write books. And I told my mom I was going to go to Spelman College, major in English. And she said, no, you're not. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? That's the whole plan. And so she really forced me to figure out how to monetize my gifts and talents. And I've always loved writing and speaking. And I hated that advice at the time. I thought she was kind of poo-pooing me as a writer, but that subsequently led me into a career in advertising with the dream of being a copywriter. I never quite made my way to the creative department because I fell in love with account services where I learned how to work with clients on strategy, marketing, and when I could be greedy and hoard the writing, I wouldn't send it to the creative department and I would keep it for myself. So pretty early on in my career, I was fortunate enough to get an internship for four summers at J. Walter Thompson. And then quickly, I've made my way onto the client side. So about a decade into my career, a year after 9-11, I decided that I really wanted to step out. I was young, but I had put a lot of work into my career. I started in this field when I was 17 as an intern. And I was able to leave Bell South where I was working at the time. I was married at the time and I wanted to be able to write content for small businesses. The only thing, John, is that looked completely insane to people. We were a year after 9-11. The dot-coms had just all imploded and people weren't starting businesses and leaving corporate. I mean, the economy was a little rough and shaky at that time and people were like, girl, are you crazy? Like, what are you doing? But for me, it was always a story of chasing that desire to write. And little did I know we, you know, survived the recession of 2008, 2007, 2008, find ourselves in a pandemic almost 12 years later and still be really chasing 
writing projects, content, helping people with their communication strategies. But now I'm just at a really great point and season in my career where I can do a lot of give back to entrepreneurs, uh, particularly women entrepreneurs who want to grow and scale using their gifts and talents. So that's the impetus of how Communicate started and, and where our Joy Economics coaching program originated. I think, there, I think there are a lot of entrepreneurs that have that have been around for a while that, that have a 9-11 story. I know, I know for me, I had a traditional agent with all the people and all that kind of good stuff. And that was, I was already starting to kind of lean towards, I want to do this thing fully online, fully virtual, fully re remote right. in, in 2002. And it kind of that, what happened in 9-11, we, our agency lost a couple of our biggest clients kind of overnight. And it was like, well, that must be the universe telling me it's time. And so, yeah, exactly. so and I think a lot of people probably have, have a story similar to that. Yeah, exactly. So, so tell me a little bit about joy economics. In in a way, is is this idea coming from a pivot of sorts uh, for for you at the agency? Yes and no. I I honestly created the and trademarked joy economics in 2017. I'm one of these leaders in the way my visionary gifts work. I get the, I, I figured this out finally. I used to get the idea and then drive the team toward the idea and it still would take like three or four years for it to really get traction. Now I just know the idea comes early and to wait for it. So got the idea in the middle of the night, 3 a.m. Company was growing like wildfire. Some of our biggest clients at the time and a lot of the work that was spurring the growth was the growth of Chick-fil-A. We were doing a lot of corporate work with them and they were growing and we were growing. And it was crazy. And I couldn't keep up with the growth. It was very stressful. Yet here I was at kind of the pinnacle, that that milestone when we reached that million dollar mark. So everyone around me, John, was saying, oh, my gosh, you should be so happy. You should be so happy. But I was like really, really miserable. Like it was stressful. I couldn't keep pace, fight, figuring out what people to keep on the team, what who to hire and just lots of misfits and HR meetings and insurance. And just all that took me out of my passion, which was writing, right? So I found myself in the middle of the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Businesses Program, getting ready to put together a growth plan to grow on top of the growth that I was already miserable about. And I was in the bed crying at 3 a.m. in the morning. And that was when I realized that I was happier when I measured my success based on what made me happy and what brought me joy. And if the money came, that was great. Obviously, we want to make a profit and be successful financially. But I realized I was chasing the the monetary part of it, and I needed to slow it down and recenter myself and really attach and connect with the pieces of my business and my brand that made me happy. And I said, oh, and I had had probably two hours of sleep when I got the idea. I said, I would call that joy economics. And then I sat up in bed and sketched out like the whole business model for the rest of the night. So that's, that's where it came from. <laughs> yeah. so with the pandemic, it just kind of fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have had conversations, of course, and worked with tens of thousands of, of small business owners now. And I can tell you that, that there is a, an overriding theme of this idea of, of growth for growth's sake, because that's what they think they're supposed to do because they see other people doing it and everybody measures by, Oh, your team is so many people and your revenue is so much. But then as you just pointed to, 
then you're just chasing it. It's almost like you're working for the people you've hired now. Right. <laughs> and that's a miserable little place to like you. There was a point where I was like, I have created Frankenstein. Like <laughs> now I've got to serve all of these people. Everyone's happy. Everyone's loving it except for me. Yeah. And it took a long time for me to figure out I had to put the oxygen mask on myself. Yeah. So, so, so tell me that what are the basics then of joy economics? The basics. So oddly, a lot of people hear it and they go, oh, Shawnee, that's a bunch of woo woo. You're so, right. you know, <laughs> woo woo in the clouds. It's actually uh, anchored in, in market research, which shows and tells us that back in 2017, when I created it, at that time, the U.S. economy was losing, corporate America was losing about $360 billion a year due to stress and stress-related illnesses, productivity losses, all of that. And so the tenets of our program are really anchored around solid business acumen. It's a lot of the lessons I learned the hard way baked out into a six-month coaching, online coaching program with a lot of supplemental in-person Zoom via Zoom virtual coaching. But it's basically we start you off and we start the leader off with a deep dive into who he or she is and what brings them innate joy. We, we do some assessments um, like the Strength Finders assessment and really help them really get to connect to who they are as a leader and remove kind of the financial goal in the beginning. And then from there, we are able to take them on this journey of then creating vision and culture for their organization centered around that assessment. And then from there, building out the team and figuring out who needs to be. We do some more assessments to figure out what their leadership style, management style is. And ultimately, we're working our way to helping them create operations and processes that will support that. And then we end with creating a new brand story that leverages who they are as a person and connects their personal brand to the business brand so that they can, as I say, find their peeps out here in the world. And now they're working with clients who honor and align with who they are and who they're, they naturally are. They've got a team that innately integrates with that and they're able to grow and scale because of those operations and systems much more easily and efficiently because when we work in the natural gifting and our natural hardwiring, then as we do it more efficiently, we're more productive, and then that makes space for our families, our friends, our dogs, our tennis league, and all those things we tend to abandon when we're growing too quickly and business uh, gets a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, you mentioned around 2017. I remember uh, Google in, in 2015 started a program called Search Inside Yourself uh, that they were, were bringing. I don't know if you're familiar with the book that came out of that, but they were bringing practices like meditation and whatnot to Absolutely. employees of, of Google with the idea of, hey, let's have some more self-awareness as opposed to just going through our days. But how, how do you... I mean, what you just mapped out there is, seems to me like a very practical... Uh, approach to, as you said, getting more efficient, getting more profitable, probably. But uh, how do you measure joy? Uh, and that's a great question. So we met joy is measured individually. And that's what we figured out on this journey. I can say what makes me happy is having margin because I can't create and honor that creative writer spirit in me. If I'm stressed out, there ain't no writing going on. There's nothing creative to that. When I'm running my business efficiently, for me, joy looks like being able to take frequent 
breaks and travels somewhere, three to four mini vacations a year. It may look like uh, for us, for me, not checking email or having to be plugged in after 7 p.m. and on weekends and knowing that I can step away from my business for 90 days even at a time if I if I need to. I, I've done that once and things won't fall apart. And I can trust that the people on the team will keep things going. So it, everyone is different, right? So that's part of the joy assessment that we offer and that we are guiding people toward to really define for themselves if money is our end goal, how can we get to the money in a way that is also very honoring of who we, we naturally are so that it's just much more fun and enjoyable and fluid with who we naturally are as leaders. So as you were describing kind of the, the sort of the stress that you had created around uh, your business, I mean, some of that just happens I think people that have been in business a long time anyway, some of that just happens because we develop habits around here's how we do it or here's what I'm supposed to do. How do you, and I'm guessing that in some cases you help people identify and start to work on breaking some of those habits. Yeah. It's very, very common for a business owner to get themselves in a situation because they won't let go of things. And and so what advice do you have for people that are saying, wow, that, that sounds lovely. Go on vacation for 90 days or leave my business for 90 days. But until, until they let go of some maybe lifelong habits, it's not right. Good. Right. I think that's a great question. It's a, it, the practical answer is that whole section on the attracting the right talent and team mm -hmm. that aligns mm -hmm. with you is a critical piece of the program. But honestly, John, it's, there's a lot of mindset work that we as leaders have to do. Uh, Self-awareness is a, a key critical skill that I don't think we talk about developing in leadership circles nearly enough. And so our program is designed to not only help them redefine who they are as a leader, but really help them see themselves more clearly. And so that's where the one-on-one -on -one coaching outside of the online piece, the group coaching that we do every other week with the entire group brings the program to life because they're able to see their peers in group coaching get coached out of some of the stinking thinking, as we would call it, <laughs> um, that really we all start to see ourselves in each other. And so the reality is you're right. If you're not going to let go, and if you're going to, I say, hoard all the work, that was a hard lesson I had to figure right. out when I left for 90 days. My team completely stepped up and I realized, well, who was putting that stress on me? I, I was really hoarding the work. Yeah. And as long as you as the leader hoard the work, then your team's not going to step up. And we're we're quick to say, well, they just, well, I can't trust them. And it's, <laughs> it's, do you trust yourself as the leader to create a culture and an environment where people can also step into their light and their gifts and their talents and do the thing in your business that they were created for? So bringing a lot of awareness through mindset coaching is a significant part of the pro program. Have you ever tried looking for a domain name? Chances are that the first few options you tried were not available, and you're not alone. I mean, over 65% of domain name searches actually fail because, you know, all good domain names are already taken. But that's not necessarily true. In fact, I got myself selfreliance.site, where I talk about my book, The Self-Reliant Entrepreneur, and share content to help people become self-reliant in their entrepreneurial journey. You too can get your very own .site domain for as low as $1.99. Visit www.get 
www.sitesite.site or click the link in the description on the show notes page. Search for your unique .site domain and use the code SELFRELIANCE to get 50% off your domain purchase. Yeah, I think a lot of business owners um, don't realize the, the the sort of the impact that that you know they have on people by not letting them have a place or have a say or do it their way or come come up with a new way to do it. I think it's you, you get a lot of a lot of business owners that complain about oh people are just punching a clock. Well, you know, a lot of times it's because we've created them, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I I have am a high responsibility person, but I also know. For me, life is always about my journey and all the lessons I think I'm teaching others, I'm also teaching myself. The teacher is always the student too. So it's very easy to pass the book, but I tell a lot of the women in our program, at the end of the day, if you end up in a courtroom and someone's like, how did that go down in your company? You've got to be able to explain. And as the leader, I do think that is a responsibility that we're tasked with owning that the the energy in your company does flow from you throughout the organization. And it starts and stops with you and the tone that you set. Do you want to maybe, and, and, and obviously you don't have to share any uh, specifics, uh, but do you want to talk about some of the folks that you've worked with that maybe have made a significant change? Sure. We have, I have had the pleasure of, in addition to doing this coaching program, also coaching, and I'm on the Babson College, which is where mm-hmm. I took that Goldman Axe. At uh, Goldman Sachs program, they've asked me to come on as a coach for their business women entrepreneurship leadership program. I've had an amazing success with women-owned businesses, uh, particularly because I think women are really, really bad about hoarding all the work, and we put this high level of responsibility. So it's been everyone from people in the marketing space to startups to, gosh, I had a pitch master woman. We've had hair salons. We've had sales consultants, HR firms. We had about 16 women come through our program last year, and we were able to push them through and create a new brand story for them. And it it kind of ran the gamut. We had clients all over the country, uh, a a company working on a COVID technology out in Hawaii. It's just been a lot of fun. So that this direction for us is kind of our new direction because of just transitioning and trying to serve the needs of what I call the pandemic economy. Um, But it's just been a lot of fun. We've, We've been able to work with some, all sizes of companies, women, men, and it's just been it's been very, very rewarding to take the two decades of hard knocks and lessons and and see people get it. That's when I love it. When you see that light bulb go off and they're like, oh, you're like, yeah, that <laughs> don't do that anymore. So. so so obviously 2020 was a tough year on a lot of uh, folks. Do you have, have you witnessed maybe even a greater desire for this idea of bringing joy back into business? Or are we still in this like a lot of panic mode of how am I going to get by? I hope most people have figured out their plan by now. I mean, last if we had had this interview last year, mm-hmm. then I was talking a lot about the reality that if you weren't pivoting, you were dying. Yeah, At yeah. this point, we've seen, unfortunately, a lot of businesses close. I think if you've made it to this point, you should have, even if you haven't made the full turn, you should have a sense of what 
where the opportunities are and the momentum is in your business. And if you haven't, then we should be pedaling very fast to into that current of the situation yeah. versus yeah. still trying to hang on to kind of what we had. I I have been very optimistic about 2021. I, I, I feel like the worst is behind us. And I'm looking forward to later in this year when more people are vaccinated and things open up a little bit more. I, I completely subscribe and believe that there is this pent up demand. And we just now is about being positioned and ready. Yeah. And I do think more people have had the last eight, 10 months, 12 months to assess their whole lives and mm-hmm. are starting to really really shed those areas of their lives that weren't serving them. So I I do think a program like ours is really uniquely positioned to serve those people who are coming out of pandemic realizing, hey, I need to do something different with my business or my career. Yeah. So, uh, Shawnee, you want to tell people where they can find out more about your work and joining economics? Yes. First of all, thank you, John, so much for having me. It is a pleasure. I am offering anyone who would like to meet with me a free joy economics assessment. And so it's 30 minutes with me. We're going to talk about just intrinsically what makes you happy. Spend a little bit of time getting to know each other. And I'll I'll tell you them more about the program. They can hop over to shawneegodwin.com and uh, check out that out and sign up for your free joy economics assessment. And you can also follow me on Instagram at I am Shawnee Godwin and subscribe to my YouTube channel where I do a weekly tip and lesson on how to have more joy. So it's all my mind hacks, my mindset work, the lessons I've learned. And um, that's, I'd love for folks to follow me there. Awesome. Well, Shawnee, it was great uh, catching up with you and uh, hearing about uh, your work. And hopefully uh, we'll run into you in person when uh, we all get back out there on the road someday. Thank you. That would be awesome. Thank you so much. And um, best wishes to you this year. I know it's going to be awesome. All right. That wraps up another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Feel free to share this show. Feel free to give us reviews. You know, we love those things. Also, did you know that we had created training? marketing training for your team. If you've got employees, if you've got a staff member that wants to learn a marketing system, how to install that marketing system in your business, check it out. It's called the Certified Marketing Manager Program from Duct Tape Marketing. You can find it at ducttapemarketing.com and just scroll down a little and find that tab that says training for your team. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. 
As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join podcast royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.